0: Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Come in. Welcome. Welcome to Mystery Theater. I am Hyman Brown. Are you one of those who believe that the voices of those you love can reach you from beyond the grave? And if you do... Should you summon them up? Or is it wiser to leave the dead past to bury its past? I offer no answer. You decide for yourself mm-hmm. on the basis of this story of men who flirt with death all their lives.
1: Can you catch
2: a joke? If he can keep her on the track, he made that curve all right.
1: Yeah, but he's catching up on the
2: straightaway and he's, he's going to try to... No! What? what is that? It's the same pattern that killed my father. It's okay, it's okay. He has plenty of room and enough speed if he just keeps his nerve old Judas. What? Pinched. He chickened what? out. The damn fool's trying to come back inside, but the car won't hold it. No! Oh, good Lord, she's uh, uh, uh,
0: Our mystery drama, The Grey Ghost, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Ian Martin, And stars, Betsy Palmer. I'll be back shortly with Act One. All of us have private ghosts of one sort or another. Remembered terrors that lurk in shadows deep within us. Or specters that lean over our shoulder. Cools that haunt us by day or night. Psychiatry wouldn't be a very profitable area of medical practice if they didn't. Can
3: I get you another pillow, Mrs. Richards? No, thanks. Or a blanket. I I don't feel like sleeping. Long night. It'll be four and a half hours before we reach Rome. Maybe longer. We can't get around this headwind. I really don't want anything, thanks. Well... You're sure there's nothing I can get you? Oh, maybe a drink.
1: No. Unless you happen to have one labeled guaranteed peace of mind.
3: (laughs) I wish I could provide it. I'm sorry, Mrs. Richards.
1: Uh, Even that really doesn't belong to me. My husband's name. Oh, dear.
3: You lost him? Mm, In a
1: manner of speaking, he didn't die. Just a divorce. (laughs) That should make me gay, shouldn't it?
3: I beg your pardon?
1: Oh, just a bad joke. The gay divorcee, right? Isn't that the stereotype? Well, I'm not. I'm one of life's losers,
3: and it seems to be a habit that I can't shake. Oh, I just couldn't figure you for a loser. Not anyone is beautifully dressed and is lovely looking. Beauty
1: is only skin deep, and the clothes are someone else's design, not mine. That's another one of my failures.
3: If you want to talk, I'm technically on a break, and I'm a good listener. Oh, thank you. I- I can't see your name. Uh, Angie.
1: Angie, thanks. But I think I'd just soon be alone.
3: Well, if you need me, just ring.
1: I don't need you, Angie. I don't need Ken. And most of all, I don't need myself. What I need is...
4: How Oh, Duchess. Long time no see. Oh, Dad. Not anymore.
1: Always. Always.
4: When you call on me, I have to show up. Running out again, not a
1: You mean on Ken? Well, I did that months ago.
4: you sure? I was redo. You didn't get over to Vegas to see any of my old gambling money time. Huh?
1: Nope. I stayed my legal time and got out of town
4: fast. Why, Duchess?
1: Oh, I couldn't cut it, Dad. I, I, I like Ken too much to be a drag on him now before there were children and we got trapped i thought i ought to get out that's all
4: did he want it no
1: but then you see he never would face the truth what but he married a loser i i didn't want to make him one too
4: duchess why do you call yourself a loser all the time come
1: on dad what else am i i took mom away from you just by her having it's the me.
4: breaks baby try to make up for her the best way I could.
1: Could I have ever asked for more? You were it. My sun, my moon, the the center of it all, Dad. And not only just my father and my friend and my my special boyfriend, but but you were somebody. Chip Stabile, right up there with Jackie Stewart, Stuart Moss, and Graham Hill. What do you think? that you won even the one you lost except
4: except the one i really blew the one you should forget i can't you must no took me right out of this world
1: no, no I, I I can't shut out the memory of you passing alex high on the turn and the way he drove you off and through the rail and I and I can see the car in the air spinning and, 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 and turning and then crashing and the sheet of flame, that, that sheet of all flame... All
4: right, Duchess, knock it off. There are real chances you must take. You don't win them all. Just stop remembering. Shut it out of your mind. Let me lie a little easy in my grave.
1: I can't. You were my whole world. You were never a loser, Dad. I've never been able to believe it really happened. You never died for me.
4: I'm dead enough. Why won't you accept it?
1: I know you're dead, but I can't accept it. And once I lost you, well, I became the perpetual loser. Then I met Ken. Sweet Ken. And he was kind and gentle. And he made me a buyer. I thought maybe that was the way out, but... Ken fell in love with me. So I married him. And I thought maybe that was my way out. Well, it wasn't.
4: Why, Duchess?
1: Because I couldn't offer him enough in return for what he wanted to give me. He couldn't measure up to you, Dad. So, I'm running. Where? Well. Do you ever play pin the tail on the donkey? Well, I picked Rome. On a buyer's trip, I was once kind of happy there, and As happy as I can be, since you went out like a shooting star.
4: You know Freud isn't my bag, Duchess, but what are you going to find there? I don't know.
1: Maybe enough courage to keep myself from swallowing those sleeping pills that I've been saving up.
4: You wouldn't do anything stupid like that.
3: I'm not so sure. I'm sorry to bother you, Mrs. Richards, but we're running into some turbulence. Will you please fasten your seatbelt?
1: What? What is it?
3: Are you all right? You look as if you'd seen a ghost.
1: Not seen. I'm sorry, what did you say?
3: Oh, don't be alarmed. It's nothing serious. But we're running into a bad storm, so please fasten your belt. And excuse me. The pilot reports rough weather. Fasten your seatbelt, please. Ted.
1: Ted, maybe this would be the best way. Just to go out as you did. And have it all over with.
5: Richard? Here
3: we are, safe and sound. Oh, I can't believe I'm here,
1: in Rome. Do you have friends waiting for you? Mm, mm-mm, nobody. I'm flying solo.
3: Oh, well, where are you staying? Uh, just a hotel up above the Spanish steps, the Umberto. You know it? Oh, yes. Well, you won't be flying solo very long. Not between Italian men
1: and... Oh, and being a gay divorcee. <laughs> you think the word would travel that fast, Andy? Well...
3: In Italy, the name of the game is
1: Amore. But it is up to me whether or not I want to play it. Sure. It isn't bad if you want to go along with it, I guess. Sure beats skeletons in the closets.
5: <laughs>
1: Arrivederci? Arrivederci, Angie. And maybe it might be a lot better than ghost bats in the belfry, I guess. Mm-hmm.
2: So, Senora Richards, how do you like uh, your first night in Rome? Oh, huh?
1: it's just beautiful, Senor Basso. Mm. And I love your re- restaurant.
2: Oh, oh. My. well, I hope that is for the music or anything besides me.
1: Oh, I promise you it's nothing but jet lag. I haven't slept for nearly 30 hours or something. I am beat.
2: Uh, but of course you are. I shall take you home subito uh, to bed. Oh? I am not quite sure
1: how to accept that invitation.
2: (laughs) Tonight, without the slightest suspicion, at face value, tomorrow we shall begin our romance, no? (laughs)
1: What are you suggesting for tomorrow?
2: Well, I have my car. The weather is promised to be perfect. Let me drive you up the coast and show you my Italy and my love.
1: I'm afraid I'll be a disappointment.
2: Ah, signora, you have had much unhappiness. You are moltissimo triste. That is not right. For a woman so beautiful.
1: That's what I'm trying to...
2: Eh? What is it?
1: That waiter there.
2: He looked just like... (laughs) No, never mind. But you looked as though you had seen a ghost.
1: Well, it's a habit I seem to have fallen into lately. I I really think I'm just too tired to make sense. Won't you take me home?
2: If you will promise we meet tomorrow. For lunch?
1: All right. But late. I've got to sleep and sleep till I get all these cobwebs out of my head.
2: So, you will not be in Rome long, Mrs. Richards.
1: I don't know, Signor Basso. It depends. On what? My mood, I suppose. <laughs> not a very good one, I'm afraid.
2: L'amore. It kills and it heals. I have been sorry to hear about you and your husband. And the divorce.
1: Well, how did you know?
2: Oh, Signor Kerze, from whose firm you used to buy, has told me. That is why he introduced us. Mm. You must stay long enough in Italy for me to bring you back uh, the sunshine. Well,
1: huh? you are making a very good start. <laughs> it's clouding up. Looks like rain. Non senor.
2: importante. A shower, that's all. Oh, it's
1: getting very dark. And you do drive very fast.
2: I am an Italian. And I have the car to do it.
1: What time is it?
2: Does it matter?
1: I would like to get back to Rome in the daylight, Signor
2: Vaso. Guido? What? Well, surely we know each other well enough by now, Caterina. Or may I say, Kate.
1: If you wish. And uh, Guido is easier than Senor Basso. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Guido, okay? I think maybe we'd better head back for Rome.
2: Ah, do we really want
1: to? You're not going to start all this over
2: again, are you? At every opportunity.
1: Don't you ever get any rebots? Mm Hmm. Oh, it
2: happens, but then I do have many affairs of the heart also. <laughs> <laughs> well, the
1: score went for honesty. But I do think we should get back. It's getting quite
2: missing. Oh, there is no hurry. I can have you back in Rome in 40 minutes.
1: 60
0: miles? 80
2: kilometers. Mia carissima, you are riding in a Ferrari Dino 2500 CC displacement, two and a half liters. Nothing can beat this car when I let her out, or her sister. Whichever one I race at Monza, that's the track outside Milano two weeks from now. Will you come and see me win, huh, as my guest?
1: Well, that depends on how gentle a host you turn out to be
2: today. Oh, Kate, can you blame me for trying so hard to do... Uh, what is it? Look behind us.
1: Not car, so?
2: Oh, but what a car.
1: It does look a little strange, hard to see in all this mist. What is it?
2: Who knows? Homemade. You find them all over Italy. It is our other love affair. <laughs> Women and cars. Or sometimes the other way. <laughs> Ah, this Paisan, he is mad trying to race with my Ferrari and me. Yes, poor Paisan. Then he's coming
1: closer and closer. Ah,
2: this mule track I turned off on Ke Diablo, it winds like a snake. If I had a straightaway... ah, no, straight away. Ah, now straight there we show him our heels. And where do you keep your heels,
1: Guido? On your radiator cap? What?
2: What do you mean?
1: Just if you're going to show them to your on, that's where they'd better be. He's going to pass you.
2: Possible.
1: Not only possible but
4: there he goes.
1: <laughs> ah. Guido, you're slowing down. And I thought you never gave up.
2: Well, you hear what's happened to my car?
1: Oh, serious? No,
2: no, she is due in the shop to be taken down on Monday. She needs an overhaul. Oh. I shouldn't have let her fall out in this condition. Now I am filled with, uh, how do you say, uh, superstition. Huh? Did we really see that car? It
1: passed us? Well, of course.
2: Mm. Who was it driving?
1: Well, in a crash helmet and goggles. How can anyone tell?
0: <sighs>
2: eh? What is it?
1: I don't know. Just a sudden cold feeling that came over me.
2: That it might not have been a car at all, huh? Just some phantom of the storm?
1: Driven by a ghost.
0: Was it a phantom car? And if it is, who is the racer who drove it? Was it a deterrent to Senor Basso's carefully planned seduction? Or was it part of his general plan to win Kate? Or at least, as we used to say more politely, her favors. Mystery Theater will return shortly with Act Two. Whatever strange vehicle that passed him so unhappily, whatever it turns out to be, for the moment it is not occupying Guido's mind. His thoughts are far from the supernatural. No, something more natural and obvious is on Guido's mind. Has been ever since he met Kate, and he little expects to see the ghost car again.
1: Do you think you can coax her back
0: to Rome? Oh, oh I could not uh, think of it.
2: But we are coming into Corvieto, a little town right ahead. We can uh, garage her there for the night.
1: Oh. Uh. Oh, won't they have a mechanic?
2: To touch a uh, a bambina? Oh, no. I phoned her to Rome for my own.
1: Well, how long would that take? Uh,
2: just uh, overnight. Oh, And um, this
1: Corvieta, of course, there is no railroad, I suppose, no buses to Rome.
2: No, no, just a village, Mm. but there is a delightful little pensione, a charming little inn that is run by an old friend of
1: mine. I see. Well, I guess I do owe you an apology, Guido.
2: You do? For what?
1: Well, back there on the road, I was uh, kidding you about never giving up. Guess I should have known better. You never
2: do, do you? Kate, Kate, I am a man. And Italiano.
3: Buonasera. You wish to register?
2: De piacere. Come sta, Signora Brandalione, eh?
3: Ah, sta bene. Molto grazie, Signor Basto. Ah, sì, sì. Nice to see you. <laughs> ah, you and the Signora prefer a room on the garden or upstairs? Neither. Okay. Two single rooms, one upstairs, the other down, and
1: I'll take the ground floor.
3: But uh, I uh, do not understand, signora.
1: It's quite simple. I am not, technically anyway, a signora. I am a single
2: girl, and I
1: guess I'm a miss. Oh. Means?
2: Uh, she means that we are not married or... Uh... Oh, <laughs> oh,
3: a million, pardon. Uh, and now I understand. <laughs> so does the senor,
2: I hope. I was only joking, Kate. Please forgive me for all this inconvenience. I'm sorry this had to happen, believe me. I don't. Don't what?
1: Don't believe you for a moment that you're sorry.
2: Oh, uh-huh. you are so right.
1: And I will tell you something else, I think. What? I think you're a heel, Senor Basso.
2: Would I deny it? Why don't you sign the register, Kate, and then the padrona will show you to your room. And while you freshen up, I will arrange for a dinner with wine and candlelight. And I will hope that when you come back, you will be, uh, well, you will be more forgiving. And I shall phone my mechanic in Rome to be here first thing in the morning to fix the car. Okay.
1: If you mean make a phone call, yes.
2: Oh, I am not uh, forgiven.
3: Well, I'd like to do a little thinking about that first.
2: I will live on hope that you will be generous. Excuse They uh,
3: The scene, uh, how to say, uh, the uh, means m- m- as uh, no luggage. The only
1: possible baggage you see is me. Now, where did the signor leave his car?
3: At the garage, right across the street. Is there a mechanic there? Oh, but the best. Giovanni. But uh, if you would care to see your room... No, I think I'd rather see Giovanni first. But of course. Shall I tell the
1: signor you are there? Well, if you don't mind, any messages from me, I'd like him to get by himself. Oh, yes, Dad. If he knew whose daughter he was messing around with, he wouldn't be so smart. Giovanni?
2: Si, uno momento, per favore. E che faccio mi... Something wrong. Oh, oh, not in your life. Well, then why the Oh, American too. <laughs> hey, lady, I haven't seen anything like you since the Miss America pageant, uh, 1971. Well,
1: thank you. I feel like a wine. Was that a good year?
2: All oh, the best. Every one a winner, but not one could hold a candle to you.
1: And here I just about decided that you were all American yourself, Giovanni.
2: Ah, Joe will do. I am American, born and bred there. It's my country.
1: You know, you sound as though you miss it.
2: Every minute of every day. And why do you stay here? Ah, uh, like this and that. Yeah, you know, when my mom died, nothing would do but my pop had to come home to the old country. You know, that's for laughs in a way. Why? Oh, well, my pop was born in Little Italy, you know, Mulberry Street, New York. He didn't even speak Italian as good as I do. <laughs> but the old ones, they get uh, kinky ideas sometimes. You see, uh, this place right here, this is where my mom was born.
1: Not very kinky. I can understand why he wanted to see the town. Sure.
2: and I went along. I made the trip back with him myself because, well, he was pretty sick. And I, I I knew he wanted to die here. One thing led to another. I stayed on, had to make a living to keep us going. So uh I got the gas station and the shop and became a grease monkey. In this little town? Yeah, yeah, in mm. this little town. <laughs> I was stuck. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. I didn't mean to break down and tell you the story of my life. It's... Just a talking American again feels so good. (laughs) Oh, anyway, no more running off at the mouth. What can I do for you, ma'am?
1: I just wanted to ask you about the Ferrari that you just gassed up.
2: Oh, this baby? Mm. (laughs) Well, nothing wrong. I can see. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little over-choked.
1: Oh, that figures. You mean someone pulled the choke out?
2: Sure, sure. Flooded the carburetor.
1: To make her sound as if she was breaking down?
2: Well... Yeah, if a guy handled it right.
1: Couldn't have been accidental, could it?
2: Well, not on a car like this unless... Well, look, I don't know what kind of a driver your husband is, but... Well, then he's not my husband. Senor Guido Basso. Guido Basso? The billionaire sportsman, the racing driver? That's our boy. Holy mac! In that case, it could only have been deliberate. Like, he must have had some reason to... He... Oh. Like that, huh? Yeah, like that.
1: He had a cute little notion that we could register here at the Pansione,
2: which I don't go for.
1: Joe, have you got a
2: car? Have I got a car? (laughs) Lady, follow me. Now, I warn you when I unveil her, she may not look like much, but Mm. she is far out. I mean, there is nothing in Europe to touch her. Well, there she is, ma'am. I call her La Bellissima.
0: The
1: gray ghost. Huh? The what? You passed us on the road a while back so fast that oh, we, we weren't sure whether you were real or a mirage.
2: Oh, she's for real. Yeah, yeah. I figured this was the Ferrari I blew by. But I never figured I was kicking dirt on Guido Basso.
1: Joe, will you take me back to Rome?
2: I'll pay you, of course. Oh, no, forget it. I'm closing up anyway. Well, What business is there now? Besides, how often does a plain Joe get a chance to play Sir Galahad, huh? Uh, what do you want to leave?
1: As of five minutes before I even asked.
2: You are on your way right now, ma'am. Climb in.
1: The name is Mrs. Richards. But as long as we're going AWOL together, why not make it Kate?
2: Okay. Okay, Kate. But I, uh, <laughs> I feel a little bit shaky. Why? Guido Bosso. Holy cow. What
1: are you afraid of? That he might catch up with us?
2: Lady, I mean Kate. Not while you're riding these white horses. Two hundred and fifty of them under that hood plus a special injection carburetor which makes all the difference. A little gimmick of my own, you know? I call it the, the Ross Special.
1: Ross? Is that your second name? Uh, Rossini,
2: before it got cut down. Uh-huh. Now listen to this chorus sing. The only thing faster is a jet plane and you can't run them on the ground. <laughs> Guido Passo, huh? <laughs> oh, I'll bet he popped the cork when I passed him. It's gonna make him a hell of a lot madder that you passed him up.
1: Why are we slowing down?
2: Well, even Italy has a couple of speed laws. We're already in the outskirts of Rome. It was so wonderful, just,
1: just like old times, sailing on the wind. Oh, she's a wonderful car, Joe. Just ate up the road. <laughs> Do you race her? Are you kidding? How would you like to race her in a couple of weeks at Monza?
2: Oh, no. No dough.
1: How much would it cost?
2: Well, entry fee, pit crew, replacements, parts, travel expense. Ah, what's the sense making a list I know by heart? Around seven or eight million lira, bottom line. It's
1: about $12,000.
2: If you can guess the exchange any given day. I mean, what's the diff? It could be eight billion. She's not for racing.
1: Well, then why did you build her? Oh.
2: Is there any answer for that? I don't know. I love cars. She's all I've had since my pop finally cashed in. I'm just plain in love with her, I guess. It's all that holds me here. I, I should go home. Oh, and what would happen to Bellissima? I guess I, uh. I guess I'd sell her. To <laughs> some rich dilettante like Basso. Except by now he's too mad at me to buy.
1: You mean, after all you have told me, you would sell him this car? Well, why not? It's it's too much a part of you. Yeah,
2: but it's been done before. I'm in debt up to my ears. I, I could pay off and have enough to let me sneak back into the USA. No,
1: I can't let you do that. Pull over under the trees and park, Joe.
2: What's the point?
1: You know, it's not very flattering if you refuse my request.
2: Oh, put it that way. How can I refuse?
1: You mustn't sell this car. Why not? Because I think if you did...
2: You'd be selling your own soul, Joe. Oh, look, Kate, let's leave it lay, huh? I mean, even if I had cash, who's gonna drive? I've got credentials. Besides, I gotta be in the pit to handle and baby this lady through, you know?
1: Well, then we'll find another driver.
2: How? Where? You know what a racing driver is? He ain't built of blood and nerves. Only guts and reflexes and iron. He doesn't think. He only reacts. He's got wrists of steel, eyes like a fly, and nothing but the will to win. And you know how he's made? I should. <laughs> He isn't. He's born. In a race like Monza, you won't find a driver who's worth a damn within a thousand miles of Italy who isn't already tied up. So where else do I find such a guy?
1: Just give me a moment to think. Okay? <sighs> okay.
4: Okay, Duchess, how can I help
1: You can't. But Alex could.
4: Alex? He's never driven since. Since the accident, I know. Wait. He dropped out of the game. Where would you find him? I
1: know where he is. I saw him last night, Dad, in Rome. He's a waiter. He ducked when he saw me.
4: Alessandro Corfi, a waiter? A lot
1: more than he deserves after what he did to you. But he can drive.
4: How will you stop blaming Corfi for me? What happened was the chances you take. Are you sure?
1: He didn't panic or, or deliberately drive you into the wall on that term. Well, wh- why did he quit then?
4: We have to rake over the old ashes. Let it go, Kate, will you? We're well out of it. Why try to get back here? But,
1: Dad, you said I've been running away from things. That I'm afraid to turn around and face life. Well, I think it's time that I did. And this is just as good a place to start as any.
4: It's gonna run into some heavy dough, baby.
1: Well... I still have most of what you left me.
4: Yeah, little enough, that was. It'll take most of it.
1: Dad, I am a gambler, just like my old man. And I'll win it back, if you'll help me.
4: How? When I talk
1: to Corfie, coax him to come back to driving. Oh,
4: it won't be easy. Look, Kate, maybe you better let sleeping dogs lie. Who
1: is talking about dogs? I'm talking about horses, Dad. The kind you used to ride. Maybe not 4,000 cc class yet, or the big purses. This is a sports car racing, two and a half liters, but it's a beginning. And Joe will go on to build bigger and better cars and get bigger and better sponsors, and I... Well, I, I want to help him buy that future.
4: And what about your own?
1: Well, maybe I can prove to myself I'm of use to someone again. And then I can find mine.
4: I don't know, Duchess. You don't know what you're asking. Dad, you
1: wouldn't let me down, would you?
4: That's the whole trouble, Duchess. I'm afraid I might have to.
0: that's a rather uncooperative attitude for a so far friendly, or should I say, sympathetic specter. Why would that presence from beyond the grave not be eager to help the daughter he wants so desperately to find herself again? Does he know something about his old friend, Coffee, we don't know? Mystery Theater will return shortly with Act Three. Italian moonlight filters down through the trees sending a dancing pattern of light and shadow across Kate's face as she lies back in the car with her eyes closed. Sitting beside her, Joe Joe watches with a small frown of puzzlement. Has she fallen asleep? Or is it just a trick of rippling shadows that makes it seem as if, perhaps, she were talking to someone? Then, suddenly, she opens her eyes.
1: I know where to get your driver.
0: Where? Who?
1: Well, someone I saw in a restaurant the night before last. A waiter. A waiter? Named Alessandro Corfi.
2: Alessandro Corfi? Oh, scrub it, Kate. He hasn't driven in over four years. I think we can get him. You don't understand. He, uh, there was an accident at the Indy Speed Trials four years ago. His best friend got killed.
1: I know. It was my father. Chips to
2: Beale was your father?
1: But I thought you said Richards. That's right. That's my married name. Oh. And, unfortunately, my divorced one. Oh. Does that bring out the Italian in you, Joe? Give you any ideas? None I mightn't have had before. Well, cool. I told you this is a partnership, and it's strictly business. What partnership? Ours. I'm going to put up the money so that you can enter La Blisena at Monza. Oh, hey, now, wait a minute. I, I, it's I can't... It's money, Joe. It's the money my dad left me.
2: Look, I told you what it's going to cost.
1: If we can hold it to 10000 I know I can swing it. We can save on
2: two items, the pit boss and the driver. Well, look, me, you got, but you you honestly think you can get coffee to drive?
1: Well, I think he can be persuaded.
2: By you? By me. You know something? I wouldn't be surprised if you can then we have a deal? You get Corfi to drive La Bellissima, and you got 50% of the car. And, Joe,
1: it's so good to see a man come to life again.
2: Listen, we race under any color you choose. I like the gray ghost just as she is. The gray ghost. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Let's call her that from now on. Oh, brother, I'm as happy as a kid on the last day of school. Now you get me back to Rome so I can talk to Corfi. Oh.
5: Hello, Alex Oh So you did recognize me the other night? Yes I, uh I tried to avoid you Why you come back? I want to talk to you About the what?
1: No, not,
5: not here I I don't want to talk about your father.
1: Well, he may have to be part of it
5: I go get excused by the head waiter. We can walk by the river do I think of Basso's Ferrari. Superb. And
1: what would you say if I told you I know a car that passed Guido as if he was standing still?
5: Oh, I would say it is the best car in Europe.
1: Well, how would you like to drive it at Manza?
5: No. No, I never drive again. Not after what happened to... to
1: Keep. You blame yourself for that?
5: Don't you, Duchess?
1: Well, I, I did. I, I But I, I don't know, Alex. Now that it's far enough away, I think if if the positions had been reversed, I, well, wouldn't have Dad done the same thing? What? Cut him off from passing on the outside, drive him to the rail, and... Uh,
5: that is what everyone saw happen. And so a friend is dead, and I who would have died for him am to blame. We leave it at that. I swore I would never drive again.
1: Not even if I tell you that I'm half-owner of the car, and we have no one else to drive it. Don't you owe me that
5: at least? For my father. For I must be mad. I am out of condition. My reflexes... Two weeks. I will not know the car completely, but... (laughs) <laughs> All right, if you ask me, I shall drive But Kate, it will be a miracle if I can win for you He's
1: winning, Joe, he's winning I can't believe her first race He's lapped the field at least twice Yeah,
2: except for Basso, he's holding it's on He's the full lap behind Oh, ladies, stay with us, hold up, baby, hold oh, up Oh, I... It's a bad crash on the far turn. Not Alex. No, no, he barely missed him. Oh, damn, he hit something. The off-front wheel. Is it fast? We'll know in a minute. No, no, the wheel's out of line. He's signaled. All right, boys, he's coming in next lap for repair. Run out two spare wheels and grab the gas line. Hey, what's the trouble, Joe? Well, it's maybe just a wheel. We'll have to jerk it to see. Well, suppose it isn't the axle. Well, then we've had it. Don't Touch that wheel, Joe. Come on, you crazy. Are we just stop.
5: For sure. Peace of a dollar. She runs the better on three wheels. You're not going out. You're not. You, think that? you see who that was? Part two. He's made off. Stand away.
1: me catch him, Joe. if he can keep her on the track he made that curve all right and he's catching up on the straightaway he's going to try to no huh? what is it but that's the same pattern that killed my father no
2: it's okay Kate it's okay he has plenty of room and enough speed if he just holds his nerve oh Judas Priest! what Chicken chickened out. the damn fool's trying to come back inside but she won't hold it. The... oh my god she's gone Well, I suppose we have to go in and see him.
1: Alex? Well, of course he's hurt. He may oh, be...
2: Oh, th- don't worry, don't worry. I've talked to the doctors. Nothing serious. He got out lucky. We took the fall thanks to him. What does that mean? Well, you saw what happened. He chickened out. He let Basso fake him out on that last turn. The Ferrari didn't have the speed to pass, but Alex flinched and peeled off, went into a spin, and that's what took him over the rail. Boy, when I think of it, before the race, Basso came and offered me twenty five million lira for the gray ghost, and I turned him down. Now we're left with nothing but a pile of junk. Because you think
1: Alex panicked.
2: Well, you saw it with your own eyes. What else? I'm just not quite sure, Joe.
1: Look, go into Alex, please, and, and try to be nice to him. I I want to be alone in this little waiting room here to think and maybe maybe make a phone call.
2: Yeah, but Kate. Yes,
1: Joe.
2: I'm okay. Only don't leave me too long with him. No, I, I won't. It'll be so short.
1: The end. After all these years.
4: So you finally know, Duchess. Um, I think I do. And you're ashamed of no,
1: me. No, I didn't say that, Dad.
4: You have to be as ashamed as I am of myself.
1: What happened?
4: You saw it all today, Duchess. Almost the way it was at the. Like Basso, I had the outside. I thought I had the speed to take the lead on the turn, but there wasn't quite enough. I was so wide, I was afraid to break. It might have put me through the rail. So even though I knew I couldn't make it by cutting in front, I panicked, and cut on down, figuring that Alex would break rather than take the chance. My rear end would knock his front wheels out of alignment. But I cut too sharp, and I went into a spin, and that took me right up the side, and... And through the guardrail
1: Alex didn't ride you into it?
4: It looked that way, but that wasn't the way it was He knew I was crazy, that I'd lost my head Same thing that happened to Basil today
1: Only he came through it all right
4: And Alex took the fall for him Just as he had to take it in another way for me Well, I guess I'm glad it's out at last You won't be calling on me again
1: No, Dad I don't think I will.
4: Goodbye, Duchess. Maybe now I can rest at last.
1: I've got to make a phone call.
5: I tell you, I'm fine, Giovanni. A bruise or two. A black eye. A little something broken on the shoulder. So what? It has been broken before. The important thing is the car. She is a dream.
2: Yeah, that's the word. A dream that's over.
1: Oh. Oh, hello, Kate. Joe. Joe, you mustn't give up. How are you feeling, Alex?
5: Splendid, And Kate is right, Joe. One race, we get the bad break. But next time... Filfino
2: next time. You won't be driving her again. You cannot think I lost my nerve. Well, what's the difference now? A great difference to me. I have my pride. Yeah, this time all you killed
5: was an automobile. Joe. And what did I kill some other time?
1: Oh, you mean... If you mean my father, that was not Alex's fault. Tell him the truth, Alex.
5: No, 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 no. Then I will.
1: This is just among us three. My father panicked and lost his head just the way Basso did today. So is it a crime? It only meant he was human. But I'm not going to let Alex take the blame.
2: Oh. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm sorry, Alex. I'm sorry. But what good does it do? There isn't any car left. The 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 gray ghost is gone. Oh, no, she isn't.
1: We're going to raise her from the grave Yeah, how? With Guido Basso's money He's waiting to pay me for my half He's promised to back her Till she proves exactly what she is The best racing car in Europe So, you have a new partner
2: Oh, I don't know He's
1: really sorry a- And he'll be with you all the way,
2: Joe Well, I mean, I just figure the guy for such a heel mm, Only where women are concerned
1: guess it's time to board.
5: Goodbye, Alex.
1: Win them all from here on in. Bye, Kate. Bye, Joe. Send me a picture when she's rebuilt.
2: Oh, yeah, and the money I owe you. You know, I feel like such a louse. Alex is back driving again. I, I have my gray ghost, but what do you get out of this?
1: My husband when I get home again. I hope. And at least I grew up.
3: May I see your ticket, please? Oh, well, Mrs. Richards, it's nice to have you aboard again Nice to be going back with you, Angie Oh, you look a lot different That's what Rome will do for a girl <laughs> You must have found yourself a real superman
1: I did And he'll be waiting for me when we land in the States I'm going to be married again, Angie Oh, that's nice Doubly nice, because it's the same man What? Well, that's kind of like a miracle Sort of Funny. I had to come 4,000 miles to finally put a ghost
0: to rest. Four months later, Mrs. Ken Richards received a photograph of Grey Ghost 2. And by the end of the year, she had established herself as the premier sports car in Europe. I'll be back shortly with a final thought. If you should hear a voice from beyond or feel someone at your shoulder, may I suggest that the best course to follow is the advice of Satchel Paige. And never look back. There may be something gaining on you. Our cast included Betsy Palmer, Ian Martin, William Redfield, Evie Juster, Associate Director, Marlon Swing. This is Hyman Brown, producer-director, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, then... Pleasant dreams...